0: Have you ever wished you had been taught how to study the Bible in depth? Because that is exactly what our partners, Chasing Sacred, are all about. Creating resources for studying the Bible that meet practical needs while also maintaining strong biblical literacy. The way they structure their studies are so purposeful, and they help readers understand the historical and cultural context, which is so important. They actually just came out with a new study on the book of Ephesians, You Do Not Want to Miss It. Just don't forget to put code ABIDINGFREE for a 20% discount on any of their products. Click their link in our show notes and learn more about them at ChasingSacred.com.
1: Life can be messy and hard, but one of the things God has promised to give us is freedom. Freedom deep in our hearts that is not dependent on the ever-changing waves of circumstances, but set on the steadfast promises of God. This freedom gives us a secure identity, even with a broken past. It helps us have joy in parenting, even when we are completely exhausted. This freedom gives us love for our spouses, even when they are unlovable. And it can give us purpose in our careers, even if it's not the one we want. But I feel stuck sometimes, don't you? What does it really mean that Christ has
0: set us free? That's why we're here. Welcome to the Abiding Free podcast with Kristen and Shannon. We invite you to walk on this bumpy but beautiful journey toward freedom as we learn to abide in Him. Get ready for tears and laughter and everything in between, because this podcast is about living from the truth that, yes, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Hey guys, Kristen and Shannon here. So glad you're here for the second episode of the Abiding Free podcast. If you want to know more about our vision and focus, I'd encourage you to listen to our first episode, which is really just kind of gives you a good picture of what we're all about, what Abiding Free is. Um, yeah, so I'd suggest to
1: check it out. So we're super pumped about these next two episodes where we, Kristen and Shannon, um, share our own stories with you. And you know, it won't be obviously every detail. We'll be sharing our stories throughout episodes, throughout our podcast, but we are doing this at the, the front and to share some significant points of our story with you because we want you to know why this message, walking in the freedom that Christ has given us through abiding in Him is something that we are so passionate about. And we plan on inviting you in here to the messiness and the beauty of our lives to show you how this isn't something we've accomplished, you know, checked the box, but we have tasted and walked in this freedom and it's why we want it so badly for other women. So, um, but yeah, we step out of that freedom sometimes too. Yeah. Yeah. But today we're excited because Kristen's going to share her
0: story, um, or a part of her story. Mm -hmm. And, um, we consider everyone in this podcast community, a friend. And we really want to open our hearts to you so that you know really just more about who you're hearing from. And and Kristen, even as close as we are, you know, I'm excited because even just talking in this format, um, I feel like we get to even learn more about each, yeah. each other, kind of diving in this way. So um, yeah. So what are you thinking? Where where do you want to start and kind of yeah. just sharing your journey?
1: Yeah. Thanks, Shannon. Um, well, honestly, I think I just love to share that you know I was actually really blessed to grow up with two loving parents. I know that not everybody has had that, and I have two. I also have two older brothers who I am still very close to. We've definitely had bumps in the road, but have a great relationship with them. And um, I think probably one of the greatest blessing I had growing up was that my mom would um, plop my brothers and I down, and this is just mm. a significant memory for me. She she'd plop us down most nights in our bedroom doors. Cell. Is that what it's called? Is that a word? <laughs> door sill window? So. Yeah, like when, in an earthquake, you go under the sill. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, right? yeah. yeah. Okay. I think. What do you guys think? No. <laughs> Some of you are like, no, I was shaking your head right now. But so we'd sit down in you know our door frame. We'll call it that, just to be on the safe side. And she'd read us the Bible all the time. And so my brothers and I would sit there. We'd fight. We'd squirm. Honestly, I don't know what I truly believed at the time, but it was seeds.
0: Yeah, I, I actually really love that um, because sometimes as parents. Um, we do get the gift of seeing God working in our kids. Um, But other times, you know, it's so frustrating. You know, it can be such a battle to get them to sit still. I swear my three boys are like, have a strategy (laughs) against me. I'm going to like, pull my hair out. Oh, so it man. can be discouraging at times, you know, and so hearing about the faithfulness of your mom and just the seeds that were yes. um, put
1: put inside of you and the impact that had long term. I don't know. It's just encouraging. Yeah. To me. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. I think that really um, was what laid a foundation for this whole journey of mm-hmm. freedom, obviously was God's word just being, you know, planted. And so, um, you know, one thing I, I would share is that um, although I had, you know, two loving parents, they both loved God, were very protective. I had very strict parents um, I actually the one of the hardest parts of my childhood was I endured repeated episodes of sexual abuse by someone outside my family um, as a young child and so then as mm-hmm. a later as a teenager and young adult when I was sexually abused again it piled you know more layers of trauma on and so I um, I don't want it to appear that I'm skipping over that I just feel like the very opposite it's actually such a significant mm-hmm. part I know um, of both my journey and Shannon's. And we want that to be in more comprehensive episodes of how we found freedom yeah. through those. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So anyway, I, um, I do want to go back to, yeah, while I was super thankful, my mom, you know, had been reading God's word over all these years, um, because, you know, she actually got breast cancer twice when I was 12 mm-hmm. years old, another really difficult time in my life. But I got to watch her live out that faith that the words that she'd been preaching to us as she walked through that trial. Isn't that what suffering does a lot? Yeah, that's incredible. It, it does.
0: Yeah. It, it provides an opportunity to display God. That's beautiful. Yeah.
1: So, um, you know, the seeds that she had planted were being demonstrated through her, but unfortunately in the midst of all that my parents' marriage was not good. So, that really I think highlighted something that I think was going on a little bit in my family as a childhood is that, you know, the outside of my family, we looked really great. My Mm -hmm. brothers and I were successful. We did well at school. We went to church. Our family had good relationships with others. Mm -hmm. Um, on top of that, we lived in a very affluent area. It was very high performing area as well. And, um, so we strived for that, that high performance. And overall there were so many parts of my childhood and teen years I loved. I really had you know, overall, I think a, a great childhood, but the inside walls of my home and heart were not always good. And, you know, as I mentioned, my parents' marriage was not going well. So at 16 years old, they divorced. It was, a, it was actually a huge shock. Yeah. It That's was such a volatile age too. Oh man, it really was. Yeah. I was, I was definitely on this, this vulnerable age and in my heart, You know, as well, it was something that I wasn't able to even reflect on until years passed. But, uh, you know, again, on the outside, I was this outgoing, you know, somewhat popular girl at school. But on the inside, I had so much insecurity, sometimes even like self-loathing, jealousy of others. I found my identity and what I could do or perform. And honestly, who liked me? Mm. I wanted people so badly to like me. It just bound me up. So um, basically, it's a really bad place to live from, (laughs) hence the self-loathing. Um, I went to, I did go to church youth group, but I found this is what makes me sad even now is like, I look back and my secular high school was more accepting and inclusive than my, honestly, my clicky high school group. Um, and it just furthered my insecurity and confusion about God and the church. Can you, um, can you go into that a bit more? Explain that. Sure. So I think what I mean is that at that point, God and the church were just were one more thing to mm-hmm. add to my life, okay, yeah, I didn't really understand about this like personal relationship with God, how life giving it could be if everything flowed from that relationship. instead, I thought we did things for a relationship yeah. with God, so yeah. I think that's really where I started from in in that, so yeah, but thanks for asking for that so. I went to college and um, I took all that insecurity, confusion, deepening depression with me over my parents' divorce. It just took it all with me. Um, I think I went to like one counseling appointment as a teenager and that was it. And my parents were there and it ended up kind of being more focused on what was going on there. So I never went back. So I never really addressed. Yeah. Never like just deeply address that, um, and I just stuffed it. So, um, and I fell right into the college life. I joined a sorority, I partied up, I dated the boys, drank a lot, and honestly, it was fun. I'm not here to tell you that. Yeah. Oh gosh, I was just doing all these. It was pretty fun most of the time, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't have to think about home. Um, I was in another state, so I don't have to think about what was going on with my parents think at the time they started, you know, dating and, um, I, that was hard. That was just hard to know what was going on. So I had wonderful, even wonderful friends at college. Um, and I'd actually even still go to church on the weekends to tell my protective older brothers that I would ask. (laughs) He would ask. Oh yeah. They would like call me and they'd be like, do you go to church? And they're just very protective. (laughs) And so, but, um, what I did not tell them was that I was mostly hungover and slept through most (laughs) of the messages. (laughs) So yeah. Um, but at the end of that year, I was super empty and didn't know why. So I was like, I was happy. I was on the surface, yeah. but there was this like brewing level underneath. And, you know, um, you see, my story was not, hey, I had a terrible life. I had a pretty good life, but it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And... Um, So it was interesting. The summer after my college year, I went to this conference called Harvest Crusade. And at that point, I really felt like being someone who followed Jesus was was just about going to heaven one day. So this
0: was before your junior year?
1: Um, sorry. This was before my sophomore before year. Before your sophomore so I, year. Okay. I had that sorry, full. I missed that. Oh, no, no. Thanks for actually, I probably didn't clarify that out my whole freshman year of college. Okay. And then, yeah. So yeah, I went to harvest this harvest crusade. And at that point, I really felt like being a Christian meant going to heaven one day, kind of living a good life, adding God to my life, you know, um, to make things better. And, um, the pastor, um, who was speaking really talked about this word, abundant life, abundant life. And I was like, I'm sitting there listening and just like, wait, well, I'm like, I have a pretty good life. Like, but he was like, it's I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle with motivation to get into God's word. And I love adding some aesthetic beauty and note-taking to my Bible study with the Mr. Pen Selah Bible Journaling Kit. This classy and beautiful kit comes with everything you need to add some fun and color to your study. This set comes with Bible tabs, highlighters and pens, stickers with a modern script font, gold cross paper clips, transparent sticky notes, and a lovely cream and gold supplies pouch to hold it all together. And today you can get a discount on the Selah Bible Journaling collection on Amazon with the discount code SelahKit24. Use selahkit KIT24 on Amazon for a discount today. Full. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I I realized I did not have that. I realized in that moment that I knew a lot about God, but I did not know him personally. Mm. There was a huge difference there yeah. for me. So yeah, that's so, powerful. Yeah, so that night I didn't go down to the big altar call because I, I was still too prideful to admit that I didn't know. <laughs> you Jesus. don't want people looking yeah, at you, exactly. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm I'm good here. Like, but I I did humble myself that night and I did get on my knees wow. and yeah, and just prayed. And, and I told him, I, said, I know a lot about you. I've been, you know, I I know all these Bible stories, but I don't know you personally. I want this relationship with wow. you. So, and that changed everything. I got back to college. I dusted off my Bible. Literally, I had Mm -hmm. dust on it and um, the obligatory Bible I brought to college (laughs) and I read it. And that's when I realized I think freedom starts with the Spirit of God changing and opening our hearts. So 2 Corinthians 3.17 says that. It's the Spirit that does that. Mm -hmm. I, You know, I'd read the Bible before, but it was the Bible that taught me how to walk in that freedom. So Mm -hmm. so that's where I really think about it is the Spirit's the one that opens your heart. Because I'd read the Bible a ton, but it was... Wow. It was only, you know, through when God the spirit. opened your eyes. Yeah, the spirit. exactly. And so being with him, you know, um, there are so many similarities to when you start dating someone, right? You were, you were so fired up and I was just like, so fired up. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, i specifically say not
0: even just dating, but actually falling in love with who you're dating, you know, yeah, because it's exactly. like you get this feeling where you just want to know everything about them. <laughs> yeah, you know, you want to hear childhood them. stories. You want to see photos. You want, oh, you just want to soak it all in. You know, and and the way you do that is by spending time with them. Yeah. Being with
1: them. Yeah. I, I have this, I have this thing, literally this thing I call joy, stomach aches and no joke. I, when I started reading the Bible, I became this Christ follower. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night because my stomach hurt because I had so much joy. Oh. I know that sounds whack wacky, oh. but I, there's no other way I can describe it. Like I was so excited, it like literally that's made me so, like, "That's wonderful! I love it was that." just weird. So yeah, so I started a sorority ministry, um, and honestly, I my friendships changed. It was hard. Mm-hmm. I I was looked at as a little weird by some, and I, I don't blame them. I. I probably did look weird and um you know, and at the first but it was the first time I think I felt so secure in who I was that I started caring less yeah about what others thought of me and I'd been just so enslaved mm-hmm. for so long, you know, to what people thought of me. So well, and then so I was a great place, but then life yeah. <laughs> then life happened. It's not all perfect, even after you, you know, start walking with God and so I and it was weird because there was this weird combination. I was growing in my faith, but I was also shocked and discouraged that I struggled so much of what I struggled with be- before becoming a Christian. Mm-hmm. I still struggle with people pleasing. What was that mm-hmm. about? I thought mm-hmm. that would be gone, completely yeah. gone. You know, um, I'd fall back into these old patterns, obsessed with my body and wanting to lose weight. That was a big thing for me in college. Mm-hmm. Insecurity, honestly, and there were points where I started wondering: Is this really a better life? Being being a Christ follower, like I lost friends. I was kind of honestly, I was a little bit nerdier in yeah. my history. Yeah. I wasn't as well liked as I was. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was hard. Yeah. Um, and so I I found myself slowly feeling stuck at times. Um, it started a cycle of walking in and out of freedom. And honestly, at this point, I was a year or, or I would say about a year into my journey as a believer, and it was tough. It was realizing that okay, because this world is broken. Though I am indwelt by the Spirit, I am not completely whole yet. Hmm. Yeah, it just—I I think it just started hitting me, and I know this sounds kind of weird, but I—I I really find symbolic similarities to recovery programs, right? The first step is what is acceptance. always, yeah, totally. It's like acceptance, like the acceptance mm-hmm. that this is a battle, that yeah. ultimate freedom. If you listen to our first episode, we talked about eternal freedom. Like I had eternal freedom that that moment that I. Asked God to mm. come and, you know, I want him to be in my life. I repented of my sins. Surrendered. He surrendered. He became my savior. That, that was eternal freedom, but mm. that, that, that is paid for on the cross, but it's the daily freedom that I realized the except mm. I had to accept that this was going to be a journey and a hard journey at times. Um, And so to walk in the power over that sin, even though it's been paid for, but to walk in the power of that is a battle, Yeah, is a battle. And so, yeah, that acceptance. Um, So I think right around that time, I began learning about a spiritual discipline that changed my life. And over these years, this continues to help propel me back into walking to freedom. And I'm going to say this. So we all know about this discipline, but it is probably one of the least practiced and least popular ones, <laughs> fasting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I feel like, um, I, I, you could probably do a whole podcast. on Yeah. That. Um, I hope you, so. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. But, um, I <laughs> think it's being hangry is hard, <laughs> you know, it's, totally. it's, it's really hard.
1: It is. I mean, my husband, I mean, honestly, so my husband and I still fast and regularly and we joke about like who's hangrier when we're <laughs> fasting and it's not always that way but in our, our some of our weak moments and um, so yeah I, I would love to do I think we'll do another episode on that because it's been so life-changing in mm-hmm. my life and I think it very few people do it. And I don't say that as a criticism. I actually say that as like, oh my gosh, like I would love for people to see the power mm-hmm. in this. Um, and so, yeah, I actually started fasting when I was in college pretty early on in my faith. And I will say it was incredible. It, it we, I would do it when I, when I got stuck. I would do it over big decisions. And let me be clear. It was not the fast that was the powerful it, thing. It yeah. was the God yeah. that I met with yeah. in my fast that did some mighty work. So more on that later, but um, yeah. So I'll talk about. It. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well. Well. Let's. But let's talk more um, about your marriage. Can you take us into that a bit?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, marriage. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's so great and so hard. Um, I know I'm going to be repetitive here, but um, we are going to be doing many episodes that cover a lot of aspects of marriage, and I found it incredibly wonderful and as equally challenging. It's hard. My struggle through it often sends me back into places where I get stuck. I think with fear. Control, wanting my way. I mean, I've never loved anyone so deeply, and yet I've never felt more angry than in a big (laughs) argument. Right? My my shots, thought my thoughts shock me. Oh, I know. It's like, what in the world? Where did that come from? (laughs) Totally. And so, you know, and I do just want to say a side note here that, and I know Shannon, she's going to share her story the next episode, but be full transparency, Shannon and I both have really amazing, godly husbands. And I want to say this tenderly that we know a lot of you don't. We we know that, first of all, a lot of you are married and maybe you just have a really tough marriage. Mm-hmm. You may be divorced, you may be separated, or you may be single. And so um, we are going to be talking about a wide span of marriage to singleness to people who have gone through divorce. And so we just want to say that very tenderly that when we talk about marriage, we want to be open, but we want to be sensitive. We will always want to be sensitive to the fact that there are some really difficult marriages yeah. going on and we hope to actually also bring yes. some yeah freedom and to light, Truth. And light there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so I, I, um, I just want to say, too, one thing that we face together in our marriage is my infertility story. And again, we'll be talking about that topic in general much later. But I, you know, it was a time in my marriage where I actually um, learned that true surrender is freedom. Mm. That's really what I learned in my infertility journal because infertility, sorry, journey, not journal. But that's the same thing. (laughs) Um, I journal a lot. Um, but honestly, um, being told we, um, could never have kids, um, sent me into a spiral. I Mm. still remember even the way the doctor like shuffled his papers and just looked awkward when he, he couldn't even give me eye contact. I'm like, haven't you done this before? (laughs) But he was probably in response to like the, the devastated look on my face poor guy. And so, um, let me say something too. There is godly grief. So when I say it sent me into a spiral, there was, there was a godly grief there. There was a time to lament. There was a time to wrestle with God. I mean, when you find out you can't have children, those of you that have have faced that, you know, this is, this is a time it's okay to be weep and mourn and be angry and confused. And, um, but what I just want to bring up here, um, more specifically is that for me, It also took me to some very dark places. Mm -hmm. I assumed God forgot about me. I wondered if he'd punished me. I think perhaps hardest of all, I thought he was withholding from me. Like he did, Mm -hmm. like Eve thought in the garden, it's like God and and Adam, they thought God was withholding something good for them Mm -hmm. from them. I thought I was doomed to have a worse life, I think, than others who could have children. (laughs) And, but you see, this turned out to be another very pivotal moment in my journey I'd gotten really low, really down. We had failed, we had miscarriages, failed medical attempts. But there was a weekend midway through my journey. My husband took my daughter. We did have a daughter, Uh, just an incredible um, story there. But we had one daughter, but we kept losing others, other children through the womb. And um, I had a weekend of prayer and fasting. And I just remember this point. I was sitting on the couch with my Bible open. And I know this is going to sound a little bit strange, like it was just this feeling, but I think it was the spirit Mm -hmm. that was just pressed on my heart and I was completely surrendered. And I know that because I said out loud, I was like, okay, Lord... In the depths of my soul, I want you more than anything else, and I—I I think at that point I hadn't. I—I yeah. I wanted other things, and again, the, those desires were not were not bad, but it was just what I had done with those desires, and um, so again, it was that picture of surrender. Yeah, and so I think you know, just as I as I close, um, there's so many more things I'm going to share. I have so many stories I cannot wait to share with you guys about my life and just different you know, parts on the way of, um, just, you know, where I've gotten stuck. I love sharing story because I feel like it brings things to life. And, um, but I think that really is a theme for me is that, um, through abiding, I surrendered and I found freedom. And that's just something I continually try to go back to is start starting with the abiding as Shannon and I talked about in the first episode and surrendering there Mm. and then walking in that freedom. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much,
0: Kristen. Thanks just for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just so powerful when you hear God's what he's doing in people's lives Mm -hmm. and how he is intricately involved in each one of our lives in the small details and in the big details. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. So thanks for sharing that. I can't wait to, for our listeners and, you know, for even myself to just hear more as, um, hear more of your story unfold in, um, as we continue um, in our journey with the biting free. And one last question, I'm just curious, like, what would you say you're most excited about Mm -hmm. um, with our
1: um, ministry that we've launched? Yeah, I love that. I I think I think about um I get most excited hoping and seeing that chains will be broken. Mm-hmm. Not by us, not by Shane or Kristen or this ministry, but by God. I've seen him do it in my life. I've seen him do it in others in the most crazy of circumstances. And so, you know, I do think all of us are bumping along on our journey, right? We need each other. Um, I'm excited that we're going to peel back some layers of this onion of of feeling stuck, you know, where are we stuck? What are the lies we're believing? What are the places we get stuck? And yeah, I'm just so excited. You know, thank you for listening to my story today. Um, And, you know, stay tuned next week, you guys, because we are going to get to hear from Shannon.
0: Thank you so much for
1: joining us today. If you have a second, please share this episode with someone you love. Also, if you could scroll down and rate our podcast and follow us on social media at Abiding Free, this will help us reach more with the message of freedom.
0: Yeah, and then just be sure to join us next week for another episode and know we love and are praying for you.